Yes, yes. We're super excited. Today we have a special guest, Jamie Fallon. Hi, everyone. Yes. Hello. Jamie, thanks so much for coming. Um, My pleasure. We're really excited to hear about you and um, your team and what makes y'all unique in just the real estate market. Um, so tell us a little bit about um, your background. Like, what were you doing before real estate? Um, how long have you been um, doing real estate? We're, we'd love to kind of hear your story and, and we can kind of just go into the different topics. The fun part. Yeah. Okay. Well, as I said, my name is Jamie Fallon, not to be confused with Jimmy Fallon. I'm way cooler, more funny, <laughs> I would definitely agree. more creative. Yeah. Just kidding to me. Um, so I have a team of 20, I just signed on a couple more agents this week. So 27, 28 agents, right. um, the Jamie Fallon premier realty team, but, uh, I am under the brokerage with NB elite realty, yeah, okay. but I am a broker. So I'm an associate broker under them. And, um, some people ask why I don't go out on my own. Well, I build houses, flip houses, do residential development. So I thought it's best to keep the brokerage as the number one person you sue rather than me personally. Right. right? So, yep. so that's why I hang my hat with NB elite realty, but in all honesty, um, my brokerage is amazing because we allow investors to come on to our teams. Um, most brokerages don't allow that. They have crazy high commission splits. Um, so they give me the financial freedom to kind of do what I want. So all that money I've saved from being with, sorry, Keller Williams and Caldwell Banker and Compass, uh, I've saved that money. And I was able to delve into the flipping business. Yeah. And residential development because land's expensive in Houston, right? Yeah, yeah absolutely. So so that's based my basic background. And before this, I was a sales girl for life. I mean, I um started with pharmaceutical sales. I worked for Pfizer uh, right out of college. I did the veterinary pharmaceutical sales because I was an animal science major. Crazy, right? And then um did a little medical device. And then I decided to teach school for seven years. I taught ag. Mm. Yes, and KDISD. Wow. Go, yes, Katie. Awesome. And um, and then I was like, gosh, you know, we're buying all these investment properties, my husband and I. And I said, uh, you know, why am I giving away my commissions to another real estate agent when I'm doing all the work, finding the properties, <laughs> yeah. helping procure them, getting them ready for market, leasing them out to people. And so I just got my real estate license. Awesome. But I mean, I've been doing this. I built my first house when I was 22. Wow. When you're 22, 22 years okay. old, listen up, 22, oh, the young, 22 year old, <laughs> the young Gen Zers and millennials, you young flipsters out there. Yes. I built my first time. I think my first paycheck, I was like, okay, I'm going to pay off my student loans. Yeah. And then what I'm going to do with all this money. And so I just saved up and contacted a builder and got creative. You know, I was thinking back to my Lincoln log and Lego days Yeah. and I built a house in Fort Worth. Wow. Yep. Yep. Ah, and then I really lived in it for a little while and I thought, I think I'm going to move and make a profit on this baby. And I did and it worked. And so and that's, kept doing I it. just kept doing it. Okay. All these years. And I think the first it. time we met Jamie, I think I gave you, I gave you a call and you were actually coming out of a, a property. So this is Probably. like your day in, day in, day out. Yes. And you tell us what's unique <laughs> about your schedule. I know yeah, you start, <laughs> you start pretty early. Uh, yeah. Yeah. As some might think. Before the roosters crow, I'll tell you that. It's still dark out when I get up. Um, yeah. You know, when you're an entrepreneur and you have 20-some yeah. um, people looking up to you and then you're man helping manage a team of 450 agents in Houston with your broker, um, your phone's constantly going. So I don't sleep very much. It's, you know, three, four o'clock in the morning. Sleep when you die, yeah. right? right? Sleep when you die. <laughs> 
Um, so, you know, that's how my day starts. I, yeah. I knock out all my emails. I go to the gym. I get a quick workout in um, at our CrossFit gym and then come back, shower, and then it's just off to the races. So, uh, and I don't stop until the work's done. Yeah. So some days it's, you know, some days I'll have an eight hour day. Sometimes that's on a nice day. And then most days are 12, 15 hours. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And if you want to make it in this business, honestly, as you guys know, being, you know, in the mortgage industry, Mm -hmm. you have to go, go, go. And you're a slave to that little device that's hooked to your head Mm -hmm. and your computer. And, you know, it just, it it is what it is. Right. Yeah. Right. Definitely. No, I think, um, and even hearing you say you do CrossFit, I mean, one of the biggest attractions for CrossFit is uh, the competitive nature you know, liking to compete. Absolutely. So that, yeah, that, no. that goes in, that goes into all aspects. So, I mean, starting your day off with that. Yes. Um, yeah. My, my best friend owns the CrossFit gym. It's CrossFit gone strong and Katie and okay. um, she's, yeah. she's an animal. So if you ever want to do CrossFit, <laughs> come out to CrossFit gone strong and Katie. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So today what we're going to touch on yeah. is, um, you know, starting, starting kind of like the flipping process, you know, what are the different things that go into that? What are some things people may not even know? Um, you know, I think it, it sounds very fun, attractive, you know, yeah. you, you see, it's so easy. you see like, Oh my goodness. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. So, so, so easy. Simple. So easy in one 30 so minute easy. episode. Right. Yeah. You're like, well, wow. and no. it's affordable. Really. Affordable. <laughs> Right. I'm yeah. always thinking, how do you finance that? Yeah, like, no, no. Yeah, there's honestly, um, take everything you learned from HGTV and throw it in the toilet because it's not how it works. <laughs> um, it is, first of all, you've got to have some cash, right? Yeah, some you, you've ca- got to have capital. some kind of capital, some yeah. kind of asset, some kind of money in the bank to do it. Yeah. If you don't, there are creative ways that you can get with financing. So on um, a flip, I just did seventeen nineteen Nocturne. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, yeah. I purchased it for two fifty, okay. and at first I was going to do cash, but then as I delved into the bones of the property, it, I call it the rat house. Um, <laughs> it was infested with rats and critters wow. and it'd been vacant forever. And it was kind of a little bit of a hoarder house. Yeah. And so I reached out and I did a renovation loan yes. instead. Okay. Like so basically you put down a hefty amount of money. Obviously you got to secure that and they can take that away if you don't pay your, your bills, yeah. right? Your yeah. mortgage. Um, and then I borrowed, I want to say 175,000 on top of the 250 note for the property. Mm-hmm. And then I turned around and sold it, uh, for 622.5. Wow. So we made it, I made a nice chunk of change on the property. Yeah. Wow. Jamie, as you look at, I think like, what are the, what are the signs for a good investment, right? If if you're going to step into rehabbing a property, um, I mean, there's some that you're going to put money into and not get a lot out of others may require a lot more work yet could potentially be yeah 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 when you're yeah when you're looking like opportunity property opportunity maybe right you You have to look at the arv which is your after repair value okay Okay. so you don't want to you know there's formulas for it i won't get into the minutiae of that but you need to make sure that you're paying less than less than the property is is potentially worth if somebody puts it on the market so the best properties to find for flips are 
off-market properties. And in this instance, okay. it was an elderly woman. Her husband had died. She moved away and just kind of left the house and contacted me and said, you know, I want to, I want you to sell this property. Mm. So I said, I need a key. She's like, well, I'm in Arizona. I'm like, okay, well, how do I get in? So we, <laughs> we finagled all that. I walked through the property and I knew immediately I was going to offer her money for it. Yeah. After I ran the comps and everything, I'm like, Ugh. the comps in the neighborhood, it's super important to have partners. So you've got to have your lenders ready to go. You've got yeah. to have your real estate agent ready to go, which yeah. luckily I am one. Um, but you have to have your architects because this house needed an architect yep. and you've got to have uh, contractor partners, whether you're going to okay. sub it out yourself. I don't recommend that. Uh, it's, it's better if you have a main contractor for a property like this, because yeah, when you're gutting to the studs, if you try to sub it out yourself, then, you know, if you're uh, not on top of everything and I'm a busy person, I couldn't. So it's worth it for me to pay the amount of money that I paid to my contractor. Yeah. 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 And, Absolutely. and for me, because we do so many of these properties, he charges me cost plus 10%. Nice. Is that normal? No, no. For you folks out there at home, that's yeah. that's like an HGTV back backdoor thing right there. They don't typically do that. She's a repeat customer. Yes. yes I have the frequent flyer mile punch ticket to prove it. Yeah. yeah. The subway yeah. punch card. Right. That's what I'm on. Right. Yeah. What do you look for in a good contractor? In a good contractor, I mean, honestly, honesty is is number one. Transparency is number two. Yeah. So a lot of times, you know, if I go and buy some of the materials, he doesn't charge me for those. If he buys the materials, you know, he'll upcharge me. Um, but it's all about you check in with them once a week. If they're not, and when you just, I will randomly go to the house and not tell anybody I'm going and see who's there, see what's yeah. happening. Because the longer it sits, that's mortgages, taxes, and insurance that you're paying. So typically on a renovation loan, they want, the lender wants you to at least have the property for seven months before you don't, you know, before they, they get deemed for it, before they get in trouble for doing the renovation. So, um, in that instance, that's, that's what I did. I knew it was going to take me about seven months to do it. Yeah. Yeah. So you have to have your people lined up. I love it when people say, how do you get into flipping? You know, well, Hmm. you got to have some experience or shadow somebody or live in the trenches. You've got to learn. My best advice is not to start with one that's going to need a $200,000 remodel like that. That is not a first time flip. Your first time flip should be a lipstick flip. And I, and that's, that's paint, you know, maybe some quartz, maybe an update in cabinets, hardware Mm. lighting. Yeah. That's a lipstick flip. Super easy. Yeah. Yeah. This one was not. And, and. We can have the viewers look at the before pictures and you will, your mind will be like, Pfft. yeah, wow. you, you can, we'll put them on the screen for you guys, yeah. but it, you it, know, it's, there's a lot of stuff everywhere. I mean, it's a, it's well, a, it's a big, it's a big endeavor. Really. Yeah. Let me see those and I can kind of walk, walk you through. Absolutely. If you have specific well, questions, feel free to ask. Jamie, I just, I want to, I want to go back to topic you just hit because you said you need to, your team, right? So that's mm. one, you got to have capital to a real estate agent that understands that can see the vision, the vision, yeah. right? Yeah. Gosh, this is great. Do this, this, and this. We'll bring up that. A- yeah. Would you call it AV? Your ARB, ARB. your after repair value. After repair yeah. Value. But then you need a lender, right? You need a GC, right? Of some sort, right? Right. Um, an architect. If you're going to go, yeah. I mean, if you're going to do anything halfway structural, you better bring an architect in, yeah. right? So, I mean, it's not just oh, I'm going to flip. It's, yeah. There's a yeah. much. There's much more. Um, 
before beforehand work that has to go into this. Right. And even, and not even just that, if your contractor doesn't have good contacts with the city of Houston, yeah. your permitting will sit. Yeah. And yeah. I learned that the hard way on another project that I did. Oh, yeah. So you've got to grace yeah. the squeaky wheel, so yeah. to speak. I mean, you're not paying them off or anything, but if they have a relationship yeah. with the permitting departments, it, it speeds things on a heck of a lot faster than it does. If yeah. you just grab right. some Joe Blow off the street and be like, you want to be my contractor? No. Right. You know, because I permitted <laughs> most flippers don't permit the entire project. I had permitted everything nice. because I took out, I mean, you can see from the pictures, yeah. plumbing, electrical, roof, windows, everything was mm -hmm. gutted. Yeah. Everything. We had to add structural beams because I ripped things out, you know, ripped out a fireplace. Yeah. So yeah. We can maybe start, like, I think I'm seeing right now some of the pictures of the fireplace coming down. And, yeah. Uh, so if we go back to kind of the front entry right here, yeah. um, there's there was a massive wall, that wall right there, um, and I yeah. took that wall down. So that was obviously load-bearing and structural because there was a massive yeah. fireplace that went all the way up through vaulted. Yeah. There was actually a vaulted attic. So rip that down. So you have to put power beams all the way around. Mm -hmm. So, and they have to be really thick. And so I also recommend when you are doing a flip like this is take the pictures of the materials when the walls are open, take the pictures of the plumbing so they can see that it's, you replace those old galvanized to PEX plumbing, right take right the pictures on. of those structural beams so they can see it. And so I did. So when I went to sell it, the sell, the the buyer was like, well, what, I don't know that you did this. I'm like, oh, really? Here's a video. Here's a picture. Here's, a Here's the uh, approval through the city of Houston. So there was no yeah. confusion. Right. Yeah, right. So great. the whole thing was permitted. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and this is what I do. So let me just go back a little bit. Mm -hmm. I do this for all my sellers before I put a house on the market too. So I'm primarily a listing agent. Yes. So. You know, let's say, you know, Betty Jo wants to sell her house and it's worth 400000 if she didn't do any any cosmetic updates. Yeah. So I say, okay, well, I'm looking at these houses updated around you and I can sell these things for close to five hundred if we put 20000 into it. Boom. No brainer. Right? right. So I manage those for my clients. And so that's how I got started in doing these big, massive flips is I probably did. I probably help people update their house a minimum of 30 times a year, different clients. Wow. So all the houses wow. that I list, I do this wow. for. Great. And not at this magnitude, but I mean, this house, so you can see these old cabinets in here. Yep. I tried to knock them down with a sledgehammer. I tried with a hammer. I tried everything possible, but yeah. This house was built in 1960, yeah. and that, that material is that yeah. thick. And they're it broke not coming down. Uh, yeah. It broke my heart tearing well, it they down. Don't, they don't make things no. like that anymore. No, so everything's I mean, MDF and yeah. pine, and it's just junk, Ikea, right? Ikea. Ikea. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, I just took down, you know, I opened everything up. The new modern floor plans are open, light, bright. So once I took down all these walls and opened mm -hmm. up the floor plan, it just, it was like, ah. Yeah. And let me just tell you, yeah, my husband I doesn't bet. get involved with this stuff, right? Yeah. He does not. And I said, I want you to see my new flip. And he's like, okay. And he walked in. He goes, you're kidding me, right? I'm like, no, no, babe, this is it. It's like, I, what? You're going to waste $250,000? I'm like, well, it's my money, not yours. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Like, yeah. Uh, yeah. And then, 
afterwards. After he sold it. Yeah, crazy. after he sold it, he was like, oh, are you, are you taking me to dinner? Are we going on a trip? What's going on? Do another one? Of yeah. Those? Yeah. So, um, but the fireplace, I mean, <laughs> yeah. I, I, I paid somebody $1,200 to take down that fireplace brick by brick. Mm -hmm. And it was 25 feet tall and thick and big. But just uh, doing that, but I replaced it. If you take one out, you should really replace it with another one to give it a feature wall. Yeah. So you can see the afters and the after pictures. I put in, um, you know, just an electric fireplace, but I did some cool accent uh, wall panels over the top. And yeah. it was like, wow. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I like, I like, um, like you said, you felt bad when you're tearing down like the, I did. The cabinets. I did. There's a part of this house that you've kept some of the old old stuff in the house, right? I did. Tell I us did. about tell us about that. I did. Repurposing is is really huge. Yeah, it adds yeah. character to the house. Yeah. So there was a couple areas in which we had to close off windows to allow room for cabinetry, to allow room for a huge primary um, suite uh, closet. Yeah. So I took the old brick from that and then put it in the the old window space. So, mm -hmm. you know, so I kept that. And then in the powder bathroom, there wasn't a powder bathroom. So this house was, I think, 1,960 square feet. And I added on a huge primary cathedral ceiling, um, primary suite. Yeah. And, but in that, that we didn't have a powder bathroom. And so I took all the cedar, some of the cedars house was built of cedar. If that tells you anything that was still pristine condition. And I did like a little matrix wall, of cedar inside the powder bathroom. Really cool. And so it just, and then I tied in the color, the iron ore Sherwin Williams color from the fireplace. And yep. then I painted the cedar that color. So wow. you just want it when you're thinking about flipping, you want to see, you don't want it to look piecemeal. You yeah. want it to Co feel like cohesive. it's brand new. Yeah. Yeah. Very cohesive. Mm -hmm. So I had a color palette and then we just ran with a color palette throughout the house. Great. Yeah. Super wow. simple. Yeah. Seven months. Seven, seven months. Seven months. From start to finish. Yeah. From the time I closed to the time I sold. Seven months. Nice. Seven months. Okay. And it was only on the market two days. Of mm. course. Yeah. And then whenever you were putting this on the market, you did some unique things um, with staging. Tell yeah. us about that. Yeah. So um, this is a service I offer for all of my sellers as well, is um, especially if they're not there and the house is, is vacant. You know, when you're scrolling through HAR or Zillow or whatever whatever platform you use, you see those houses, A, that are taken with an iPhone and the pictures are blurry. Yeah, eh, seen that. Bad, okay. So I don't let any of my agents on my team do that. If I catch them doing that, the, there's there's some wrath. There's some. I really, I really like the one where you, they're taking the picture in the, <laughs> and they're, in the mirror and they can see. You're like, they're in it. yeah, awesome. I've seen some really crazy things. Yeah. Um, so I have professional pictures taken by my photographer, Kelly Kemp with K2 imagery Yeah, and they're, they're not expensive, but she knows I virtually stage and she does as well. Mm -hmm. Um, and then, you know, she takes those pictures and then I upload those pictures to an app that I use on my computer, obviously. Yeah. And then I put all high-end restoration, hardware, furniture, high fashion, okay. home furniture, our house furniture. And then it it looks completely different. It's and shocking. So, yeah, it's, it's it's really shocking it's, to see it. It's virtual. It's virtual, it but it looks real. It looks real. It I looks mean, real. It's, it's proportionally in place. It, yeah, it, and that's hard to do. <laughs> it's yeah. There's a rug. I mean, it's, yeah, it's amazing way. Yeah, you get to yeah, you get to kind of you get to dream a little bit about. Yeah. And that's the goal. House. That's the goal because when you walk into these big open spaces. Yeah. You know, buyers have no way yeah. of knowing where do I put furniture? What mm -hmm. do I do with this space? Yeah. It's so no. big. Yeah, yeah, you don't know. 
So when you do that, I mean, then they go, Oh God, I, I saw that, that furniture, that furniture in our house. Yeah. And then I'm also a vendor in our house so I can get them whatever furniture they want. Right. Right. Yeah. One stop shop. I mean, yeah. So I do it all. You bring the, you bring the design eye, you bring the know-how you bring, uh, the purchasing, the ability to purchase. Right. right? I mean, you could, Mm. if they wanted their place to look like this, yes. they yeah, get it. I got it. Yeah, Press a button and, and I help. And in, in when I'm representing buyers, I also help them outfit their places. Yeah. Like, okay, I just signed on the new recruit <clears throat> to the Houston Rockets. He's moving here from the Dallas Mavericks, and he's like, "I need a place to live, and I need a temporary. Can you help me?" I'm like, "Yes, I can." So I'm helping him get all his furniture in the house for him. So that's just something that I offer. I don't charge my clients to do that. It's something, I mean, if I'm getting paid a commission, mm-hmm. that is, that's where it comes in. Well, you're, mm. you're really creative and you, yeah, you just, I, I try to I, be. I, well, and I just get the, it's kind of your happy space. This is it fun. is. This is right. Oh my God. This is yeah. fun stuff. This is my Zen motion. Oh yeah. Right. This is when I get the pictures. Not yoga. Like, Not it, yoga. Yeah. No, this is it. This is it. If I get the pictures <laughs> in from Kelly on midnight, I, um, I'll be up at 3 a.m. staging it at my yeah, desk. Separate yeah. I wanted to, I, I, I mentioned this to you when we saw it before, but the fireplace with the design and the, um, just how that comes off of the wall is really cool. That was, that was you, yeah. right? Yeah. Just yes. having a vision around, yeah. um, uh, and really just kind of taking the flat wall yeah. and bringing some life into Absolutely. it. So cool. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, and you're, you're, whoever you work with too, I've, I've worked with several general contractors that want to fight me on stuff. Yeah. And, um, I fired my last one. I was done with them. And I just said, listen, if you can't see my vision, then we can't work together because I'm telling you what I want. Well, that buyers won't want that. I'm like, I'm the real estate broker. (laughs) I know what buyers want and not to be arrogant. You know, I sell higher end homes and this is what they want. Absolutely. So, um, but Ricardo Sacedo with Arco Homes is the one that did the contract work for me here. Right, Ricardo. And we just click. I mean, it's just like, he can read my mind and he's, yes, ma'am, on it. Good, go. Gotta have that. Yeah, yeah. And all of your touches with lighting, with the way that the lights are, the pendant lights. Lighting is so important. Uh, your, your hardware on, even just on the pools that I see, yeah. uh, in the plumbing, it's, uh, you just, you really, you have a good cohesive. It's an act of love too. And I didn't want it to go. I had a couple investors that offered me money for this property, a lot of money. And I did not. And I know that sounds crazy, but I poured my heart and soul into this property down to every detail. And I told them, no, sorry. I want it mm-hmm. to go to a family that's going to live here and enjoy it. Yes. So yes, because, that's it. because I wanted <laughs> the seller who gave this property to yeah. me, yeah. I wanted her to feel good about people that yeah. were moving into it as well. Yeah. You're, you're putting the next generation yes. into it. Yes. This is the people are going to yep. land here and memories are going to be created. Yeah. Um, I love it. It's beautiful. Beautiful. Yeah. And I think that's the, that's a huge part of real estate that, um, it's overlooked a lot. It's overlooked because I mean, oftentimes why people get into the industry is like, oh, I want to make money. money. I want to make yeah. money. It's all but about then, the Benjamins. And but then... then when you go to like a when you go to like your first closing for a for a first time home buyer or a, a family that's growing, you realize quickly you're like, oh wow, there's actually impact that I can absolutely, I can make. absolutely, and that's just how I was raised. I mean, my my parents, um, I didn't come from much. I mean, my dad was a fire chief, my mom stayed at home, um, and you know, we lived in a small town, and so 
we lived paycheck to paycheck. And I knew that I didn't want to be like that. I didn't want to live like that. And now they're millionaires because they taught me save, 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 but first take care of the little guy, Mm -hmm. then take care of yourself. And so I just Mm -hmm. came from a giving, a giving family. So it it helps. And that helps with the work ethic too. Even though my mom stayed home, the woman never sat down. I don't know what she did, like constant, (laughs) like a little Tasmanian devil, which is where I get that from. (laughs) That's yeah, awesome. not the you don't have the ability to turn this off. You know, yeah, you're just on. Yeah, I love the I love the give. Mm-hmm. I mean, Mike yeah. and I we talk about it yes. a lot. Yeah, um, like when we're calling people, um, we're trying to build a relationship with them. We think, how can we give? Like when you when you kind of reverse it on like instead of like how can I get? You yeah, really how can I give? Yeah, yeah, how can I give? And it's a huge part of like um business making like an Im- impact i think it's sure it's really sure. it's really important because you know if you give you know you may you may even receive tenfold absolutely of what you of what absolutely. you give and i think absolutely. i think that's the the motivation so i love i love your story i love yeah. it I that's think- how people stay longevity in an industry right. that's dying too i mean we're yeah. being taken over by eye buyers and um there's yeah. so yeah. many corporations and companies that are coming in here trying to take that over but but at the end of the day, you can go to open door and look at a house, but A, you're not going to have help. B, yeah. you don't have that emotional connection because you as a lender mm-hmm. and me as an agent, we become, I become their family almost. Yes. I mean, you see everything's personalized yeah. and I, you know, you have three, 300 to a thousand text messages per <laughs> transaction, maybe more. And um, so important to have that relationship, especially as a lender too. Yes. I mean, you guys know because they're, trust is huge. they're giving you their whole portfolio of money and it <laughs> might be big and it might be small, Yeah. but I treat each one of my clients like they have the, all the same money. You know, yes. there shouldn't be any yes. kind of discretionary That's really anything. Yeah. You know, yeah. if you make a hundred thousand dollars a year, or if you make $20,000 a year, it should yeah. be the same. Right. Yeah. That's so important. You put them through the same process. And it gives them respect and it gives sure, them sure. honor. And um, yeah, that's how you, that's how you keep this going. Yeah. Um, longevity. Yeah, yeah. Longevity is huge. And, mm-hmm. and having people like having your team yeah. that's behind you sees the vision. My team. Yeah. Seeing the vision is, um, is huge because it's your, it's your why. Well, you and know? you're the example, right? So you're, yeah, you're the next setting generation. Thank you. I appreciate that. In, in I real appreciate estate that. Sees, sees that it's not about, it's not to get, I'm going to earn something off of somebody right. that I'm giving right. with a free and open hand. Right. Um, and that's going to return, that'll return to you uh, without expectation. Right. right? It's like, mm-hmm. absolutely. Right. And that, yeah, it's real estate or mortgages. is not about, I'm going to have free time. Cause you don't, it's, it's, <laughs> if you're really working in this business, you don't have no, that. You don't. Um, yeah. You're not sitting around all day and you're, you know, just magically money shows up in your account. Um, and the other thing, it's not, it's just, it's not about the sale. It's about the person and about the people. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. So, I agree. Love that. Totally agree. Yeah. Totally so agree. everybody that's listening in, Oh yeah. Um, we're going to put all the information that you need to get in touch with Jamie oh, yeah. and her team. I'm happy to help anybody. Yeah. 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 And so if you connect with, you know, you want to be a, a, a flipster, you know, you want to, <laughs> you want to get into it. Um, you know, this is a good, it's a good place to start. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. yeah, for sure. Um, and then my my project, my next project, um, we I just purchased some land about eight thousand square feet, and okay. I'm building um, four 
three story townhomes on that in the emancipation emancipation park area. So so cool. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. a that's a that's a hot spot. It's a neat little area. And again, yeah. you don't want to push out people that have lived there for a zillion years. I typically wait because I feel bad about that, about mm -hmm. gentrifying an area. I wait until there's a lot of other builders doing it before I do it. I had a very hard conversation with my dad about that. I'm like, I feel really bad because these people are being taxed out of their homes. Yeah, they You are. know, he's like, just don't be the first one in because it makes you look like the jerk. God. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It stinks. Right. They are being taxed out. They're of being taxed out of their they properties. Can't afford it and yeah. Then, um, yeah. And that's just, unfortunately, just part of part of it. It's part of it yeah. for sure. I mean, and there are some areas that definitely need cleaned up a little bit. Um, and so we're, we're looking at options to do more affordable housing for, for individuals in that area. That. So, so yeah, yeah, we're trying to keep some of the bones yeah. together in those areas. I think that the thing that from a lender's perspective that we see, cause we don't see, we see the financial impact, um, to buyers trying to get into a, a, a property in town. I mean, it's, how can you get into a house sub 300? inside inside the belt you can't it's so hard you can't or you're in a very um sketchy, sketchy area area yeah know? up and coming right up and coming, <laughs> right yeah you've just got to be uh courageous enough to step out yeah um and there but there has to be a place to bring in affordable housing where we can yeah. get young professionals and um mm -hmm. and yeah and not then i have to live way out of town yeah or or young families that are that are making decent money that right. are making unbelievable mon money but for them to be in town based on where their work is to give them the ability to have affordable housing. Is, yeah. I think that's a it's tough. missing piece. It's tough. City. And now that, yeah. you know, now that the COVID is over in Texas, at least we did, did yeah. we ever even have COVID? Um, and now that the COVID's over, people are moving here in droves from New York. I have a lot of clients from West and East coast, from the South, from Florida, New York, California, New Jersey, Colorado, they're moving here because they're selling their million dollar properties and coming here and buying cash. So what's end up, what's happening is taxes are raising, right. um, you know, suburbs like Katy and Cyprus are now becoming so expensive that people can't afford their property taxes. And so, yeah. um, they just passed a, a new relief for property taxes in Harris County as well. So it's just, um, it's happening. Yeah. Yeah. It's happening. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thanks so much for joining us. Yeah. Oh, my pleasure. Uh, thank you for having me talking yeah. about it. And yeah, thank um, you for having me. Yeah. So follow, follow Jamie, just yep. see what's going on. Just, I know that yeah. you're, you're and besides constantly sells properties and yeah. sells buyers. So that too. Oh yeah. 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 That's, that's my we bread and butter. This is my fun stuff. This is my fun stuff. This is my fun stuff. Yeah. It's jamiefallon.com. And if you're an agent and looking to, um, join a brokerage in be elite realty, Dot yeah. com is fantastic. Our broker is fantastic. And I'll be your main point of contact here in Houston. Awesome. Yeah. All Thank right, you guys. Yeah. I appreciate it. Thanks, James. See you guys later. Have a good yeah, one, guys. We'll see you on the next episode. Bye-bye.